hair product behind us. <laughs> how are you? What? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> Wait, did you freeze? Um, I'm moving. Okay, you're unfrozen. You're good. Okay, we're good. So we've had some complaints. Hi, Sean. Hi, about we just talk about music. So I figure, I don't know, fill us in on some background. Sean, you first. Me? <laughs> yeah. Have we? I I should have listened to my episode because I don't remember what we talked about last time. We didn't talk about anything personal. You're just supposed to say where you're living. Nothing. Like what what your family okay. situation is, kids, yeah. job. Well, we're still in Texas. We've been here for almost five years now, Houston area. Um, two kids. Phoebe is nine. Peter is seven. There haven't been a whole lot of updates since, like, the other podcasts we've done, Escape from Q-Hall, etc. So, <laughs> just living the dream. Jana, you're up. Okay, so I live in Huntington <laughs> Beach, California. I have three kids, three boys. Um, Jay is nine, Court is seven, and Wynn is five. Are you hearing um, I that, do Sean? Hear in this room. Are you you're going like both froze again? Okay. Yeah, How's your internet little... back there? Is it okay? okay? Sorry. It's okay. I think so. <laughs> well, I am in Las Vegas. I have five boys. Henry is eleven. You have five boys? Yeah, Henry's eleven. Owen oh, is boy. nine. Lawrence is seven, Cameron's four, and Paul is going to be 18 months next month. That's cool. We all have seven- and nine-year-old kids. That's mm -hmm. cool. <laughs> Fun. I'm hiding from mine. Jana, how was what? going back and looking at your what holds up and what doesn't hold up? So the thing that was really funny about it was I was expecting most of it to not hold up, you know, like, like right. there's like most of the stuff that I listened to in high school and junior high, oh, sorry, like is crap, right? But I listened to it, I was like, <laughs> oh, no way, that song is awesome. So I had a really hard time finding anything that didn't hold up because, I mean, there are a million songs from those days that suck, but they weren't songs that I loved. Like I listened um, to, I don't know if it was the last, podcast you did I think it was with your brother and his was a crash test crash test dummy song yeah, yeah. and I was cracking up because I'm like that's perfect like that song doesn't hold up right but that wasn't like a song I jammed to in junior high <laughs> so, like I couldn't pick a song like that you know yeah but all the songs I really like I still like most of them <laughs> so the one I picked um it was funny because I was telling my friend that I was doing this tonight and she's like well what song did you pick that didn't hold up and I told her and she's like Oh, I love that band. It's still so awesome. And then I was like, crap. Did I pick wrong? But no, that song, at least that song, it sucked. So there you go. Well, it was let's, fun. It was fun, like, going back. Let's do, I don't know. What do you want to do, Sean? You want to go through Jana's musical history influences? Yeah, I mean, I want to be here for a while. <laughs> no, like we already did my podcast, so I feel like mine's just kind of like adding on to what I already talked about. So I think Jan is the star of the show. I don't, just I don't kinda... know if I want to be a star of the show, <laughs> but <laughs> I want to hear it. So Jana, go back. Okay. 
you're 10 years old. Yeah. You're coming into your own musical influences. Like yeah. you stopped listening to your parents' radio music, and then you're like mm -hmm. going out to buy CDs so, and start. I, I was very <laughs> influenced by our oldest brother, Brady. And it's funny that you said 10 years old because that's the exact age I was. When he was 14, so he was like in that prime, like high school, you know, and it was like 90s grunge scene, like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, all that. So I was a 10 year old obsessed with Pearl Jam. I still love them. No spoilers, but they might be one of my songs that I picked. But, um, were you so born that was in like, 82? I was born in 82. How yeah. old's Brady? Brady is, he's, he just turned 41 and I'm 37. So yeah, he's four years older than me. Okay. It's like he was a freshman. I was a freshman in high school when he was a senior, but I was 10. And I remember like him listening to all that music and kind of getting me into it. And this is, sounds like so cheesy, but I know we all have a story like this, but I remember being up at my grandparents' house in Ogden and like I borrowed Brady's cassette tape of Pearl Jam 10 and I listened to it on my grandpa's tape deck in the basement. And I listened to the song Black, which now that I'm saying that, probably I should have picked that song for my song. And <laughs> I just like had this, I just like felt that song and I loved it. And that was like the beginning of the end for me. And I tend, I don't know if you know this about me, you might, but I tend to have like a little bit of an obsessive personality <laughs> or like there are things in my life that I get obsessed with. And I just like the things I love, I really, really love. Yeah. So I really love Pearl Jam. They were like my favorite band forever to the point where like, if I see people from my past, they'll mention Pearl Jam. And it's like a little cringy <laughs> and a little embarrassing, but that was like my favorite band. But I still listen to like tons of other stuff in high school and junior high. I went through like a, I mean, with Sean too, like we go to, punk shows and like some ska mm -hmm. i was having a hard time like not i don't know picking all of that music for all of it but i would say like pearl jam was my favorite band of like all time and i still like them but it's not quite as intense as it was when i was 10 10 to 20 was what's the, like uh, the height of my obsession what's the first cd that you bought the first seat, well, I'm old, so it wasn't a CD, it was a tape. I don't remember the first CD <laughs> I bought, but the first tape that I bought with my own money was the soundtrack to Cocktail, the movie <laughs> with Tom Cruise that had the Beach Boys, what? Kokomo. Beach Boys, Kokomo. That I remember that thing. song being like a thing in our house. Like, I remember okay. calling the radio station and requesting Kokomo. <laughs> yeah, it was a good yeah. song. I listened to it all the time. That was my first tape that I remember buying myself, but I don't know, CD. I don't know, but that's like, I liked the Beach Boys probably before I turned into like a 90s grunge rocker. All right, so. let's listen to Jenna's pick that holds up, but first everyone look at the camera and smile. Smile! Great, <laughs> looking good. Did you just everybody. take a picture or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I have to uh, save it. Oh, shoot. Do it again. Sorry. Smile! Froze. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great. I forgot to make a snippet. Snippet. Great. Okay. Jenna's Sean. Or do you want to... Do you want to switch? Is that what you're saying? Or are you good with the one that you sent? Oh, no. No, that's good. Well, I was just going to say really quick... Like, having that background of, like, this band is my favorite band. I loved every single thing they did, no matter how crappy it was. Like, that's how devoted and loyal I was. 
like I the, the reason I picked this song was because I was thinking like high school, right? Like I mean yeah. I knew you said junior high, but I was thinking in high school. Sure. So this album came out in nineteen ninety eight. Uh oh. Are we like breaking up? I don't know. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Um I'm gonna play it. Here it is. Pearl Jam in um, hiding. Yeah, it came out in nineteen ninety eight and driving around too loving and I I'm getting like weird feedback. I don't know why. Well, just yeah, you keep skipping. I'm just gonna play it. Sorry. Okay. Let me know if you can hear it. We're gonna play like a minute and a half. Yeah, go it. Go in a little bit. We're almost there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> taking long to get to the good part we're almost there but it's well, getting awkward so we're not i i hear what you're saying i felt like the the rush the first couple episodes of like we need to stop <laughs> listening and we need to start talking but when you're listening afterwards you can just sit and listen there's no like pressure that's true, to... that's true. <laughs> so we're we're not in a hurry jana <laughs> okay okay i was just feeling very vulnerable okay <laughs> I, I specifically like chose songs that get to the chorus early because well, maybe I should have requested I've been, like you I've play, been this before. Maybe you should play minute Start like one thirty to two thirty. Yeah. Maybe I should have requested that. No, so, you get a good feel. Uh, yeah, Anthony requested this. Like, oh man, you should just play the whole song because I'm like, we're listening to it and it just stops. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, as as far as Pearl Jam goes, I am not. A fan. <laughs> I will, I'm not offended. It's okay. <laughs> I remember. Also... Go ahead. Oh no! It's just the uh, that voice. I just love making fun of that voice. Like, can't find a better man. <laughs> the thing that's kind of funny about it, though, is like, 
that was his voice and then a lot of people imitated it. Mm -hmm. Like that was the first thing I thought of when I listened to the Crash Test Dummy song that your brother picked. I was like, oh my gosh, that guy is singing just like Eddie Vedder. And Creed did it and everybody yep. did it. So it yep. is kind of like laugh. No, no. Side note, you're like a couple years younger than me and I was like really young to be into Pearl Jam too. So yeah. like it doesn't, <laughs> and also like doesn't offend me that it's not your thing at all. And like when, like I went and saw, um, Chris Cornell, like a couple, two years ago, I think, like a couple months before he died. And I just could not believe like how old everybody was. Like, <laughs> everybody was like wearing cargo shorts and New Balance sneakers and was balding and chubby. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so, so young compared to everyone else. So it's okay. And I'm not, I'm not like, um, I'm still a fan, but I'm not so diehard that I wouldn't understand like why someone wouldn't be a fan so it's okay but, yeah. but like you don't have to you don't have to like tell me like why or how much you hate them unless you really want to I mean this is your no I don't hate them I don't have I don't have opinions is the thing that voice kind of is, is fun to make fun of but like it's quality music there's that type of music that's not quality like you're saying like the creed or the whatever what you? afterwards what about you, I Sean? I can't hear anything you just said. Oh, no worries. Oh, no. We got it Sorry, recorded. I'm like breaking up for something. You can, you can listen afterwards and listen okay. to what I have to say. <laughs> I can't comment on what you said. But I'll Sean, what do you have to say? So, like, I think I talked this, about this a little bit on the last one that I was on, but there was, like, at least when we were really young, there was, like, a divide in the family. Like, Jana was part of the older kids, and I was kind of part of the younger kids. So I didn't really get pulled into the whole Pearl Jam thing, but it was, like, always a sound that I was hearing in my house growing up. Like, all that through high school, Jana loved it and everything. So it's not, like, something that I'm invested in as much as a lot of the other people in my family. Like, Andrew really got into Pearl Jam, too, so I was kind of mm -hmm. getting it from that side, too. But I, I like Pearl Jam. Like, out of all those 90s grunge bands, like, they're one that I still like. I think Yield was the only album that I ever owned and really like loved but but yeah i'm not as invested as jana but i like them <laughs> well what do you got sean what's your song that holds up that holds up so this kind of uh, like parallels that whole pearl jam thing because later on in high school jana went to byu hawaii and came back and brought jack johnson and I was thinking about, like, how Jack Johnson doesn't hold up for me for the yeah. same reasons like Pearl Jam. Like, it was really cool and fresh. And then every freshman boy at BYU was playing Jack Johnson songs to try well, to impress girls. I was and everybody sounded Johnson. like that. I was going to do Jack Johnson Banana Pancakes for yep. the song that doesn't hold up. But that was college for me, not high school. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, just exactly. agreeing with you, but continue yep. on. <laughs> so this is, like, the stuff just before college. So this barely still counts for me but like jack johnson ben harper all those guys like i kind of don't love anymore uh, mason jennings I, I still do but um the one that the other one that Jana brought home was uh nick drake who is the oh, one that i chose he's like a singer songwriter from the 70s who put out yeah. three albums nobody ever listened to him he died in what was probably a suicide um 
And then he started to gain a lot of popularity after. So I remember Jana pitching it to me as like, oh, it's like Jack Johnson from the 70s. Which <laughs> He's like the like, OG. Yeah. yeah, like the angle I was approaching it from, which totally doesn't translate to me anymore. But he's like a guitar playing singer songwriter mm-hmm. from back then. And I really liked it when I was a teenager, but probably like three or four, five years ago, I like really, really started getting into Nick Drake again to the point where I do that thing that I do when I'm listening to music where I listen to like the entire catalog <clears throat> beginning to end. So he has three oh, albums. Weird. You're, you're obsessive? Weird. Yes. I wonder if that's genetic. Hmm. Weird. But, but he has three albums and then he has... Um, like there's a box set that came out. So there's another album that's like songs that he recorded after his last album came out, but before he died. So it like never ended up on anything. And there's another one that came out that's like, it's called Family Tree. So it's like home recordings and like his mom playing songs that she wrote and stuff. And it's just all great. So the song (laughs) that I chose is the one that I liked the most as a teenager, but like, yeah, I'm like obsessive level. There's more on Nick Drake. So, I'm going to play a minute and a half. Everyone just calm down. Yes, a minute and a half. I I went through it beforehand. A minute and a half is the end of the first chorus. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Here it goes. delightful Sean do you still do you learn Nick Drake guitar songs and just play it to yourself Nick Drake is really really hard to learn this is one of the reasons that he wasn't successful while he was alive is because all his songs were in really weird tunings so the few times that he played live he'd spend like five minutes between every song retuning the guitar (laughs) so there there are like maybe three or four songs that are in standard tuning that I have learned, but they're not ones that I like play all the time. And he's way better at guitar than me. So it's kind of hard, (laughs) but. Well, fun. Good picks everyone. Yeah. That was fun hearing that because when I saw, when you sent the songs through that, that was when you picked, I was like, Oh, I love Nick Drake. I haven't listened to Nick Drake in a long time. So I think especially because like, I know you haven't like loved all the music that I like pushed on you. 
Like that <laughs> makes me happy that somebody that I, which I don't want to, no, I, never mind. I am glad that like a musician that I loved, like you became obsessed with later. That makes me feel really <laughs> yeah. proud. Well, I, I, there was a lot of like overlap and like cross influence, I think like in high school for us. Yeah. Kind of during that time period for sure. That was one right. of them. Agreed. Well, and that, like, when I was listening to that song, it reminded me, like, there was that year that I moved home from BYU-Hawaii, and mm-hmm. I went to hair school, and I delivered pizzas, and there's music that I had, like, these burn CDs that I listened to over and over and over, and Nick Drake was one of them, and Clem Snyde was one of them, and there were, like, a couple others that I was thinking of when I was trying to pick my song for that, so it, like, evokes a very, like, specific yeah. memories. <clears throat> me and Sean Smell delivered pizza. pizzas with you. We were your passengers while you delivered pizzas. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Those were good times. I forgot about that. When was the last time I saw you, Jana? What? When was the last time I saw you? Honestly, I think the last time I saw you was on your wedding day. Did you see me on my wedding day? Remember how one of my college roommates got married the same day the same place and i was a bridesmaid and i saw you and your wife there and was like hey chad what's up and it was the last time i saw you so what was that like 13 years ago yep 12 years ago no, 13. I remember you guys got married the year before me and we've been married 12 years so there you That's go a long time long time it's weird we should go deliver pizzas together sometime. yeah <laughs> next time we're driving to vegas we'll have to stop and you know go deliver pizza <laughs> <laughs> I went on a double oh, date. Yeah, I took Jana on a date, and Andrew had some date. So it was like I was on a double date with Jana and Andrew. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sean was still gone. Were you on your mission That's or something, funny. Sean? I I think so. Yeah, because Jana was in Provo for a little while, but yeah. I I don't know if I overlapped with that at all. I think I just visited. Cool. I'm not going to do a Sorry, song. you were frozen for a while, so I couldn't hear. Oh, yeah. There wasn't any overlap between Sean and now. Jenna. So let's get into okay. some cringe. You ready? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Let's yes. do Jana's first. No introduction. Yes. Uh, okay. We're just going to no listen to We're going to listen to it, and then we're going to talk about it. it. Okay. Oh, it's that logo of that album cover. <laughs> <laughs> than that though <laughs> is there really okay i didn't spend a ton of time like listening to all of them but it was like it was i was just like bad. thinking about 
Yeah, that was pretty bad. I was thinking about like what bands, I don't know, at that that time that I was really into, and I loved Blink-182, and it reminds me of when I worked at In-N-Out Burger, and I'd drive around and listen to it, and I loved it. But I like pulled up a couple of their albums and listened to some of their songs, and I'm like, oh, I still like this, oh, I still like this. I mean, not that I want to listen to it all the time, but like I like it. And so I was just trying to find like the cringiest, mm-hmm. and that was the first super cringy one I heard. So I'm not like okay. definitely nominating it as their worst work, but just like the off key singing, the yep. like rush, the it just it's cringy. The lyrics, sal- <laughs> the salamander, I don't know, it was bad. Oh, so that was my pick. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was that, bad. It was good, bad, right? I think yes, no, it was, and it's early, like. Yes, that's why I had to go back mm-hmm. a little further to find like, I mean, I'm not saying their newer stuff is awesome, but it, I wanted but something better. that sounded really cringy, and that was the older stuff sounded cringier. What year was that? Do you remember? I wrote it down. I think it was 1994, which I didn't listen to that CD in 1994, but I was in junior high in 1994, so mm-hmm. it counts. Yeah. But I listened to them in high school. It was like part sure. of my junior or senior year that I listened to them the most. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of bad. Because I think there was, like, so much music from that time that I could pick and be like, oh, this is so terrible. But most of it I didn't listen to. So, like, picking something Mm -hmm. that I listened to and really was into that I don't want to listen to at all anymore was kind of harder than I expected. But I really don't have any desire to listen to that song. Well, Sean was saying that. He went through what? his whole catalog. Sean was saying that oh, yeah. several years ago he went through his whole catalog and mm-hmm. classified a bunch of stuff that he used to like as cringy and then mm-hmm. recently went back and listened to it and because of nostalgia value he yeah. promoted yeah. it out of the cringe list. <laughs> but it's weird because it's like the nostalgia that makes it great, but also what makes it cringy. Like when mm-hmm. I was telling my friend tonight that I picked a Blink One Eight Two song and she's like, Oh, I still love so much of their stuff and I was like, Well, I think like it makes me think of a time in my life that was really cringy and she was like well, what do you mean so I was telling her like you know how I like how I'm obsessed with things well at that time I was obsessed with boys and it yep. was like so bad I would like toilet paper all the boys houses that I had a crush on and I like heaven help me if we had had cell phones or social media like I was just a crazy boy crazy <laughs> psycho and so when I think about that like it just makes me want to like crawl in a hole and die yeah. so it's like the nostalgia part of it that also makes it just like oh te- being a teenager and the hormones and awkwardness and stupidity <laughs> but also like those are the things that make listening to all that old music so awesome too because it's mm-hmm. like all the good memories too but I don't know but cringy well I gotcha cringy that's why we i mean that's why we're doing this nostalgia filled conversation over and over because it's it feels good it's fun (laughs) sean did you listen to merits yes it was very long holy cow holy cow (laughs) merit went crazy (laughs) Uh he wasn't saving anything for another episode I still think that you guys should do a podcast together, but that's a different conversation. Just like a every like week, you guys should co-host a podcast. Me and Mayor. Yeah, that's what the uh, Q Hall podcast kind of was. Yeah, at first, but then it kind of got away from that. <laughs> True. Jana, have you well, listened to any Q-Hall of our other? He was like, he was the reluctant co-host. Mm-hmm. 
and on this last one, he seemed a lot. Oh, he's man. matured as a, as a he podcaster. Was. Yes. <laughs> so Janet, sorry. You guys are breaking up. Have you listened to? I can't hear this you. is for Jana. Can you hear me? Thumbs up. Can't hear me. I, I can't. I I'm hearing like weird static. Okay, but I heard you ask me have I listened to, and then it went all staticky. But I can do this. <clears throat> oh, anything else that me and Sean have okay. recorded? Uh, no, don't kill me. All right, I just barely figured you, out podcast like a minute you ago. You shouldn't. <laughs> no, it's not. I didn't make this no, publicly available. You have to like know the proper channels to find these MP3 files. I know. Well, that's what I figured out when I went because I wanted to listen to one of your episodes so that I could like know what to expect. But yeah. I kind of had to do some digging to find it. Nah, so it's, not easy. But I really, really, really enjoyed it. So I, I do want to listen. Well, I the question was, what thoughts on Weezer? Just oh. go. What are my What are my thoughts on Weezer? Yeah. Okay, so I love Weezer. I loved Weezer, you know, when all their albums came out. I, it's kind of like everything. I don't know if you guys are like this, but I went through a period where it was like, I was super into music, like all through high school and college, and then I got married and started having babies and was like not listening to anything. And then I kind of had this like this rebirth of getting into music like maybe two years ago. And it's been really interesting with my kids um with them getting into music and us like liking the same band so Weezer is one of them where my son really loves to sing and he had to sing Rainbow Connection in our sick play last year wow. and there's a version of Rivers singing it and that okay. was the one they gave him to like learn it off of and so then my kids like it was right when the teal was it the teal album where they did all the covers yeah uh -huh. so that was like right when that came out and then my kids started listening to that and I'm like if I have to freaking hear no scrubs by Weezer one more time. I'm going to kill myself, but my kids will love it. So, um, so the other day they were listening to this song over and over. That was so annoying. It's from this like green eggs and ham cartoon that they found on Netflix or something. And it's like the theme song and it's so annoying. And they kept playing it over and then I heard one of my kids ask, I can't say that or she'll answer. Sure. I heard them ask her, but I was like, play it. And it's, what? That's Rivers. And then I hated it way less because it was by a Rivers Cuomo. It's annoying because it was like a Weezer song. Anyway, my point is, like, I still love Weezer. I can't help it. Like, some, I, like a lot of the more recent stuff I haven't listened to, I'm not familiar with. But mm -hmm. but all the stuff I have, like, when I told them when my kids were in there, I'm like, no, 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 we need to listen to Blue Album. You need to listen to Pinkerton. Mm -hmm. But also I have to edit some of Pinkerton. But that all holds up for me, like, 100%. I love it. But yeah, that's, cool. those are my thoughts on Weezer. But no, love it. It's great. Yeah, we had me, Sean, and Andrew were talking for about two hours about Weezer on one of our episodes. <laughs> and uh, well, I want to listen to it, but I might be sad that I that I can't like respond. To what that's you're the hardest saying. part about this podcast. There have been so many songs that like. You say don't hold up, but they do, yeah. or the reverse of that. You're and sure? I just have to sit there in my truck and driving to Louisiana in. and yell at nothing. <laughs> no response. That's There's funny. no community. Um, so, Sean, Weezer's coming up with an album next uh, year. So they have a new song on the radio and next year. So next year we're going to have to do uh, episode three. <laughs> okay. We can keep that one short. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Getting to Sean's. Does not hold up. 
No intro. Okay. We're going to listen to yeah. it, and then you can talk about it. You have it. to start at like 30 seconds in because it just plays the same guitar riff for like ever before okay. it starts. Because it doesn't hold up. No. It does not. <laughs> hey now, welcome to my house. I'm going to have a barbecue and maybe all of my chest. Got a side of pork, <laughs> got a side of tuna salad, got a jar of coleslaw and a case of lime fluid. Remain calm. I'm a professional. Quickly submerge the arm in mayonnaise. This is Mr. Barbecue! <laughs> Mr. Barbecue! I'm Mr. Barbecue! I'm Mr. Barbecue! Hey, thanks a lot, Doc. My arm is feeling great. Oh, by the way, could you pass a mouth-watering pork rind? Okay, I think it's just about time for everybody's favorite cake's meat eating contest. Go! Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That was bad. just giving me so many ideas of things I should have picked that don't hold up. <laughs> it reminded me of all these other bands that I've forgotten about. I will not name them in case I ever have the privilege of being on this podcast. Yeah, sure. Later. Save it for... But that just... was terrible. Yes. Sorry. So that was Gutter Mouth, okay. which when I did like the deep dive a couple of years ago and listened to everything, mm-hmm. and most of it held up because of nostalgia... Like, the two bands that I really expected to be good, because they were, as a teenager, they were as good as every other punk band, were Guttermouth and No Effects that were just not good at all. And that's mm. like, I re-listened to the Guttermouth album before I chose this song, like, a week ago or whatever. Yeah. And it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I saw Guttermouth live in Hawaii. That's what I thought. Did you see them? I did. No, but I saw them. It was in Hawaii. I remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the concert. I just... Uh, remember Rochelle getting lost in the mosh pit and she was wearing all of these like glass bangle bracelets on her arms and she was moshing so hard that they broke and cut her arms because they were glass. <laughs> it was intense. Wow. And that's, that's yeah, and that's all I remember about Guttermouth, but that song was awful. Yeah, it like hits all of the things that I don't like about punk. Like it's not musically, it's not good. The guy can't sing at all. Like it's silly. For no good reason, and yeah, the, I don't know. Those are the things that, like, with other bands, like the Vandals, right? They're silly, but I can overlook it because they're kind of good for other reasons. Yeah. But like, I don't think their stuff just... is like kind of catchy. Yeah. Actually, I think the Vandals is who Better Mouth was playing with at that concert. Now that you say that, hmm. <laughs> remember? Yeah, but they just they just check all the boxes of things that I just cringe at with <laughs> punk music. That's awesome. I'm going to do mine. doesn't hold up. Let's do it. We're going to listen to it.
So I was in jazz band playing the saxophone before this came out. And I remember seeing the music video on MTV. Like it's a swing song on MTV and popular. I'm like, it was blowing me away. Like this, this is amazing. Like it's kind of like maybe like 2015 or so when like uh, Mumford and Sons started playing like, I don't know what mandolin songs on the radio and everyone was popular. If I was a teen, I would really have been into Mumford and Sons, <laughs> but I was a teen <laughs> and this, and it's like, I liked ska music, but swing music was trying to take like the, the ska to the next level, like actually wearing zoot suits and learning to swing dance. And like that dedication to thirties and forties swing is so like, Oh, it makes me cringe. It's so cringy. <laughs> it's like that was so like when I was in high school, like all the guys were wearing zoot suits to prom and like <sighs> all the Mormon guys were swing dancing at sure. prom. Sure. You gotta like, learn how to swing dance. Cringe times a million. I mean, so sc- is there any yeah. is there any swing revival music that does hold up? That's a good question. Because <laughs> I think maybe the squirrel nut zippers might still be good, but I'm not sure. Maybe, but this one doesn't. Zoot Suit Riot's this not good. No, that doesn't hold up. <laughs> but it, like, it's pleasing still. Like, I hear that big band sound, and I like big band sounds, but just in that I can listen to, like, the Lawrence Welk show <laughs> on PBS, and the big band's like, oh, yeah, this is great. But then 90s big band trying to make it popular with more of a ska mm-hmm. influence. And saying, who's your daddy? (laughs) Oh, and the name of the band. They're the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Yeah, Yeah. they were the worst. The worst. Chad liked them. Look at him. (laughs) Chad's like, that's my favorite. No, it doesn't hold up. At least their name is the worst. Can we agree with that? Yes. No, they were the worst. I'm I'm agreeing. That song does not hold up. Hold on. I forgot to do the theme. And theme song. <laughs> we always do the theme in the middle. Oh, it's not. Oh, this stupid thing. The VLC media player dies every time. So I'm going to go back in here. Okay. It's going to start. Ready, set. There's a lot going on in my computer. Maybe we won't do the theme. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> tried to start it and it's still spinning on my mouse. Okay, um, what's your story now, Jana? As in, you like music still? You listen to music? Mm-hmm. Like Sean doesn't listen to music; he listens to audiobooks. Unless uh-huh. I say we're doing a Weezer podcast, and then he has to go <laughs> listen to all the Weezer albums. <laughs> Right. I've been listening to music a little bit more lately. Have you? I just kind of go through phases, but okay. yeah. So I I guess some things don't change because I don't know if I'm like, oh, I really listen to music, but like I listen to one band a lot, you know, <laughs> and it was like largely influenced by my oldest brother. So that was like what the songs that I sent you that like I'm into now uh-huh. is the band that I'm currently obsessed with is the Abbott brothers. And about like almost two years ago, Brady, our oldest brother called 
and was like, hey, do you want to go with us to see the Avery Brothers in Santa Barbara? And I was like, no. It was on a Sunday night in Santa Barbara. We have work. We have school the next day. I was like, no. So he's like, okay. Then he kept telling me I needed to watch this documentary about this band. And I'd heard of them. I'd heard some of their music. They've been around forever, but I was not interested. Not interested in music, really. So he was like, watch this documentary. And he called me one Sunday night and was like, my HBO free trial expires tomorrow. You need to watch this tonight. You are going to love this band, I promise. So I watched the documentary and I was like, holy crap, I love this band. And so then, long story short, they um, ended up not being able to come out to that concert and needed to get rid of their tickets. So Wes and I, because I now loved this band, was willing to drive to Santa Barbara on a Sunday night and go see them. And I saw them live and was hooked. So that was March of last year. Okay. And since then, I've seen I've seen them 13 times <laughs> in the last year and a half. What? And I'm what? completely obsessed but that the thing is... that's kind of funny about it, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm crazy, I know. But the thing that's funny about it is I just started listening to them in my minivan and my that's kid my... became super Are you hearing that beeping? What? My, what? Uh, my smoke detector started beeping like oh. really loud just now. <laughs> I didn't hear it. You're not you hearing it? Go turn it off? I don't know. It's, I, I need to replace the batteries what I need to do. Uh-oh. Um... <laughs> No, but I was going to say my kids got super into them too. So it's like, it sounds ridiculous and it is, but it's kind of this thing that like my whole family, save my dear patient, sweet husband, have all kind of been obsessed (laughs) with. And so that's why it's like been such a thing instead of just like, oh, I like this band. I'm going to go see them when they're, they're here locally, but they're a touring band. They play like a hundred shows a year all over the U.S. So it's really easy to see them a lot. I forced Sean to watch that documentary last year. I forced Sean to see them with me in Houston because I flew to Houston last April to see them. And uh, that's what I mean. Like, I was forcing it, and Sean's not having it. But that's okay. That's totally okay. But, like, I, I like <laughs> them. I like them. I just feel like there's a lot of pressure to, like, well, love them. It's just kind of it's just kind of like the redo of, of high school where it's, like, Brady and I are, like, totally bonding over uh-huh. this thing. And then Jamie is kind of like, okay, I'm in the middle of you guys, but like, okay, this is cool, whatever. And Sean's like, don't tell me what to do. And everyone else is like not interested. So that's kind of where it stands. But like my middle son, Court, who's seven, is Mm -hmm. like, he is obsessed with the Avett brothers. He has dressed up as Seth Avett for Halloween the last two years. He sits, like his favorite hobby is to sit and write out set lists. Uh-huh. of their um of his ideal show or when yeah. he's seen them he has every set memorized he's seen them seven times he's seven years old he's seen them seven times and he knows like the set of every time he's seen them so oh, there's wow. some guy who's like court grown up who created this app that's like a database for the band and it has like every show they've played and you can look up how many times i've seen this song or where yeah. they did this <laughs> so like i'll always look at the sets that they're playing at their shows and one morning a couple weeks ago I court woke up and I said, Hey court, they played Geraldine last night, the song that they never played. He goes, That's the hundred and second time they've ever played that song. And I was like, What? <laughs> and I looked it up and he was right. Like it's crazy. So obviously some things are genetic, but I wow. think I feel the need to explain <clears throat> that part of it that it's like not yeah. with me and I don't if know. If it was that just you like... and you're like leaving kids at home, leaving your yeah. husband, and you're flying across Which the I've country done. to chase and this I'm, band I'm... as like a groupie yes. that's it's but not, like it's, it's a family activity. Like <laughs> but like last last summer we as a family went to Colorado and saw them play a three night run at Red Rocks. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. But it was like I sold a bunch of stuff and saved money and I told my husband, like, hey, 
taking the kids to Red Rocks to see the Avids. Do you want to come? And he's like, ah. But we went, and it was super awesome. My four, my son, who was four at the time, fell asleep and slept under the seat. But like, love, he loves them too. So that was super fun. But like next year, I am, I'm going by myself, and I'm gonna go again. But I'm not taking family this time. But Brady is going, our brother, you know. Sure. So it's kind of like a family thing still. Yeah, still family. But I'm not like, like totally following them across the whole country, sure. even though I want to. <laughs> but I love them. So that's why when I had to pick. Like, of course, I'm going to pick, like, my those two, those are the two bands that are, like, going to define my life, right? Pearl Jam when I was younger, Avery Brothers now. But, like, it's really, I, I'm sure it's the same for you guys if you have a band you're super into. Like, how do you pick one song? Or, like, how do you get someone to be into them from listening to one song? So, I couldn't really pick. So, like, that's why I picked two, and you don't have to play both of them. I would prefer just the older one, but I felt like I needed to pick something more current. All right. I have so them both I picked... up here. Which one do you want? Do laundry room. So it's from 2009. It's old, but I feel like it's just like okay. a really um, like catchy song, and it's one of my favorites. Live. It's, it's 4:51. I'm gonna play two minutes for Anthony because he'll appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Just a little longer Stole your mother Disregard your father's words Close the laundry door Tiptoe across the floor your clothes on I've got all that I can take Teach me how to use the love that people say you make Teach me how to use the love that people say you your parents' car I just saw a shooting star We can wish upon it We won't share the wish we made But I can't keep no secrets I wish that you It's great. It's really pretty. The best part of that song is like the last 45 seconds. There's like a really, um, like an outro kind of, you know, like a breakdown. Mm -hmm. And live, they have a disco ball that comes out and it's so good. Like the whole crowd jumps and you're clapping. It's so good. So it doesn't translate as well on the recorded version, but that's like the crowd pleaser. So Do you still love Mason Jennings? What's I do. Thoughts? We actually went and saw him <clears throat> in September in LA, the Troubadour, just like we did when Upper I was I 18, him. you know? Yeah, it was good. He holds up. He has a mullet now. He rocks the mullet. <laughs> Fun fact, 
when I first saw my husband for the first time, I was like, that guy's kind of cute. He sort of looks like Mason Jennings. And uh, the rest <laughs> is history. But so Wes really likes Mason Jennings, too. So we saw, I saw him last year, too. What does your He's husband do? What? What does Wes do? He works for ADP, which is like a payroll and HR company. He's okay. a manager for, like, their implementation team. It's like, you know, corporate job. Yeah. My company uses ADP. Lots do. They're, like, yep. one of the biggest ones. But And he, yeah, he had never been to a concert before he met me. So, like, okay. really? he's a re- Wes is a really good guy, and he's really patient, and he's really agreeable. So, like, he has no problem, like, calling me out on my crazy and being, like, you're nuts. But he also, like, he likes lots of things. You know, he likes Mason James. He likes Save Your Brothers. He'll get mad if, he, if like, I tease him about, like, all of us being into them but not him. But, like, yeah. he does not. Like, he, if he had it his way, he would not have seen them nine times in the last year and a half or however many times he's seen them. But he does, he does enjoy them. And I think, yeah, he likes Mason, too. But Okay. <laughs> That's so fun. Um, yeah. Let's give, let's do a little sampling. The other song. So what? When was this locked oh. up song? Uh, so this al- their album just came out in October, okay. and it's not my very favorite. Like I like, I don't know. It's not my favorite. This is the song I picked that was my favorite from the album, okay. and I like. There's only one song that I skip on the new album, but it's it's not my it's not my favorite. So this is brand so new. I'm eating up with cynicism All the colors in the prism Entering my eyes Still can't change my mind I'm a stubborn goat Getting older Cube of ice Getting colder Frozen heart and frozen shoulders That is what I've got Sweetheart, I fun um the thing that i was gonna say that's a side note too about one of the reasons why i love this band so much is just because like they're really good people and that's why i watched that documentary and kind of fell in love with them because they're these brothers who love each other and they don't they don't fight and there's no drama they're just like really good people and they sing about like beautiful things in life and hope and love and heartbreak and like that's why I love my kids listening to them because I don't like how I say with Pinkerton, like, oh, I want my kids to listen to Weezer. But then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shoot, we can't listen to this song or that like with the Ava Brothers. It's like not even just that they don't use curse words, but like what they sing about has a really good message. And I know that sounds hokey, but it's like that's another reason why people get so obsessed with them. I think that because they have like a rabid fan base. I'm not the only one. Okay. But like. I think people kind of look at them as like religion almost where it's like, Oh, you know, they bring hope and like love. And then they have this fan base who helps each other out and people get to know each other. It's like kind of crazy, but I think that that's why, cause it's like a really, they're really as people and as performers, they are open to connect with like their audience. And I think that's kind of rare. Like they're really humble down to earth people. They're like good like they have good values and they're they're just like really into connection so anyway that's why i love them but Great. it's been cool like seeing my kids get into music and like 
it was funny the other day on like a group chat with our siblings, Sam texted us and he's like, you guys, I know I'm like 25 years late, but like the Foo Fighters are really good. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, the Foo Fighters. I got it. I can't wait to like tell my kids about the Foo Fighters. So I picked my older trip from school and yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to listen to Foo Fighters. So episode really six, good. this is episode what? seven. This is episode seven oh, yeah. of this okay. episode. So episode six, just... I had my neighbor, Brian Barlow, growing up, my neighbor. Uh-huh. He chose the Foo Fighters as a song that holds up, and we listened to it Everlong. Good. I haven't listened to him in a while, but my kids were super into him. So it was like, it's fun. It's like, not like my kids just like the Aver Brothers because I told them to. It's like they're starting to get their personalities of what they're into also. And I think mm-hmm. with the Aver Brothers too, they, like they're kind of folk rock or whatever, but they have some like super hard rock songs and they have some super country, like 20 year stuff. Like they're, there's a huge variety in their style. And so it's fun to see like, what style of music my kids are into and court my seven-year-old really like the Foo fighters so that's fun <laughs> anyway it's great thanks janet that was of like course. it's a good sales pitch and i'm gonna look him Sorry. up <laughs> you should i'm just preaching the good word you You're don't you don't have to become obsessed but if they play in vegas anytime soon like i might drive out and you might have to go with me in court at least okay. court will be there <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll take my seven-year-old we'll have a party let's do it be awesome <laughs> oh who's there okay sean you're up what do you got okay um, so like we've talked about before, like I don't listen to a ton of music lately, so I don't have a lot of like newly discovered music and oh. I wanted to hey, Paul, choose something here. that's kind of recent. So the last time I was really getting into a lot of new bands was like 2016 ish. So there were several mostly like female singer songwriter ish people. I, that's what I chose last time was one of those Frankie Cosmos, but also, Hey, that is a cute kid. Who did you choose last but, time? Frankie. Who? Frankie was, Cosmos is who I right. chose last time. It was kind of that that same uh, time period of discovery of music for me. So mm-hmm. I kind of went through some of those other ones. They've like all those people have put out new albums since then, and a lot of them really hold up, but not in the same way as their first albums did. Like, it's hard for me to pick out a song and be like, this is why you should listen to this band instead of like, because I already like them, I really love this album. So the one that I settled on is the one that does that the best, which is um, a song called Nobody by Mitski. It's really different from her first album that I fell in love with that was a lot more rough around the edges and kind of grungy and almost like scratches the same itch that Weezer does on a couple songs. This one's a lot more polished and poppy but it's still like this song specifically is like the lyrics are really kind of like sad and depressing and whatever, but the song like builds into this really like poppy, almost like disco dancey kind of thing. So it has this really cool, like musical contrast with the lyrics and it's just a really good song. So that's what I chose. Give it a go. It's got an official video.
clean sounding. It's a weird video. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and even as the song keeps going, it like gets more and more like dancey. Uh-huh. And yeah. I really like it. Um I like it. No, it's good. I would keep it on if it came on. <laughs> so Jana, do you listen to the radio? Not really. Not much. Do you find you're listening to anything else that's newer? If I am, so like when I'm working in here, I'll turn on Pandora and I'll have like different stations play so I hear stuff, but a yeah. lot of times I don't know what it is, so I don't know if it's new or if it's old. I'm just listening to Mason Jennings station on Pandora. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So I'm not, I feel like not super clued into anything new, but I don't know. Not really. Yeah, Sean doesn't. Sean's been anti-radio since Portland. <laughs> Since before that. Oh, before that. Yeah. Uh-oh. There you go, buddy. Do you listen to the radio, Chad? Yeah, I do. Love it. Mm-hmm. I have, there's a radio station that plays, like, classic R&B and rap from the 90s. Oh, they got, That's like, awesome. some, oh, what is the, uh, Bone Thugs? I was listening to Bone Thugs. Okay, do you want to know the best Pandora station is called... Hip hop barbecue and it's just nineties RB. I work out to that station on Pandora all the time. It's really good. That's great. I try it's to really listen good. to like the alternative music to see what's on. That's where I've heard like Weezer. Their mm-hmm. their new song is on the radio. And I'm like, oh, this is like a Weezer. What album is this from? Because it sounded like a red album song or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't it was a new one. And then oh. um yeah, I don't know. I I, sw- I swap. If I'm bored with my audiobook, I, sw- I swap to the radio and go through the stations, and then I go back. So it's not like, oh, and then on road trips, for some reason, I, I have to listen to a country station on a road trip. <laughs> and I try to, like, make up the words or predict the words that they're going to be. I'm really good at it. <laughs> like, I know exactly what they're going to sing. And Rachel's like... Have you heard this song before? And they're like, I heard it right now. I know the chorus already. <laughs> You're like, I wrote it. <laughs> no, it's That's fun though. Well, um, I don't know. I don't really have a song from today. You didn't do one that doesn't hold up, did you? No. Because I wasn't going to do any songs. I was just oh, going to have right. you, you and Sean. That's right. But I wanted to talk about swing music from the 90s. Yes. That's so funny. John, thoughts on the last six episodes? Um, I'm trying to remember things. Every time I listen to Anthony's podcast, I wonder why I'm not best friends with Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he had good choices, too. Um, Merritt's song that doesn't hold up, Hit or Miss by Newfound Glory, was also on my list of ones that do not hold up, but I was saving for a future episode. Okay. Um, I think that Beck does hold up. That song, though? Devil's Haircut? Yes. Well, specifically that. Like, I'm not into current Beck. I haven't I been like following him, song. but that album was one that I liked it's as a teenager. So that I oh, 
I tried. I, I thought it would. I really did. And I listened to it. I'm like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Devil's Haircut. Like There's a couple one. songs on that album that I still like. But, like, I don't know. I think it brings back, like, bad memories instead of bringing back good memories. Yeah. I think the memories are too ingrained with it rather than just the music as it's alone. Okay, I have to say something about the one past episode I listened to that I was cracking up about. Uh-oh. was when you told the story about how you're on the road trip or you're going to like a scout camp out and you were listening to Limp Bizkit, uh-huh. Faith. Was it Faith? <laughs> yeah, Faith. And that your, your scout leader was like, oh, the George Michael version's way better. And you're like, okay, brother so-and-so. <laughs> like, you know anything. You're like, oh my gosh, you listened to it. Now you're like, yeah, brother so-and-so knew it was up. It just made me laugh because it's like you're a teenager and you think you're so cool and he's mm-hmm. like this old fogey and now we're old fogies being like, no, he knew what he was talking about and Limp Biscuit is no bueno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the, the other thing that I feel like is amazing that it hasn't been talked about on any of your podcasts is like all of the punk covers that everybody used to oh, listen to. Yes. And every time you talk about Zebrahead, I think you're going to talk about Wannabe, which like a Spice Girl song that they covered, because that was the only Zebrahead I listened to. Remember that whole Me First and the Gimme Gimme's? Didn't uh they have like a whole album that was like covers? That was their whole band. Their whole band. They had like five (laughs) albums of covers. Yeah. And then remember when that like movie, The Singles Word, came out, and then they did like the Mormon version of that with Uh all the like. Mm-hmm. popcorn popping like <laughs> weird so dance terrible. I don't mm. think you can argue that that holds up because I don't think it held up then even so Mm-mm. Yeah, it was just bad <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was thinking when we were doing your gutter mouse song like spoiler but I was like dang I should have listened to Nerf Herder Nerf that's Herder is a really weird one for me because, like, Why? there's still enough um, nostalgia in those first two albums that I really like them. Even though uh-huh. they're, like, silly and weird and stupid, I still really like those first two albums. But um, after that, they just get so bad. And they took, like, a 10-year hiatus or something and released another album, and it's worse than anything they ever made before. But, like, the weirdest thing about it is, so the lead singer of Nerf Herder is Perry Grip, and he's, like, a YouTube sensation oh really yeah like your kids probably know his songs like he has a song it's raining tacos from out of the oh sky that's nerf yeah it's so bad like my kids are listening that one or the or the weezer one from green eggs and ham uh-huh oh my god he has like tons of songs like that that's i remember brady comes like a while ago like five years ago or more like coming with a youtube video baby monkey riding backwards on a pig or something where it was like a video of a monkey riding on a pig that he found on YouTube. And then he wrote a song about it. And I was like, Oh, that's the nerf herder guy. And he's like only gotten bigger since then. So yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. Really quick. This is something that's funny, Sean. Did you know that, um, Booga, AKA Jeff, our brother and Allison are going to see Ozma in a week and a half. Are they? Okay, so they're doing a concert in L.A. because it's the 20-year anniversary of Rock and Roll Part 3. Uh-huh. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to that. And Booga's like, I got tickets. So I was going to, like, third-wheel it and go with them. But then I have to work and be an irresponsible adult. But the other thing is, like, I don't know if that's going to hold up, and I don't want to know if it does or it doesn't. Uh-huh. So I'm I haven't thought out, about but... that too much. Well, I, I thought Ozma's like... still good. 
I bet they are too. So then I'm like, am I going to super regret it if I don't go? But, but it was one of those things. So, okay, this is proof when you got to hear a little about a little bit about how crazy I am. And it sounds like my husband's just like this nice guy who puts up with it. I'm also a responsible adult who was like, I'm working a 12 hour day that day. Lots of people need their hair done. Probably I shouldn't drive to LA that night and go to a concert that I was really into 20 years ago and then come back and work another 12 hour day and like try to take care of my family. I have boundaries and limits. So look at what a responsible adult I am. I'm not going. But then when we were talking about it at Thanksgiving, I was getting FOMO. Like, am I going to regret that? Like, it's the 20 year anniversary. But I haven't listened to them. So I don't know if it holds up. I don't know. But I don't want to know because I don't want to reschedule my clients. So I'm just going to be responsible. Oh, man. That's so good. You guys are great. All right, we're going to try the theme one more time live, and it's okay. not working. Okay. I might have to, like, open it with, like, a... You're going to have okay. to add the theme in post. Well, I can. That's no fun. <laughs> I did it a couple times. No, in post, I'll do, like, the... Maybe a quick time player. We'll play a song. Since VLC Media Player is not working. No, I'll have to add in post. Sorry, guys. Also in post, <clears throat> I'm going to play a full song. I'll probably play... Give us another song, Jana. I have to give you another song on the spot? Yeah, Avid Brothers. And Avid Brothers. Avid. Say it right. Come on, Chad. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's Avid like crave it, not Avid like have it. Come on. Okay, let's do... Okay, here this is a good this is a good one. It's like mellow and hits you in all the feels. It's a recent it's a good song that everyone's played at their funeral. It's called No Hard Feelings. Okay. So and that would be a good one to end on. It's like I just feel like you can't listen to that and not appreciate it, in my opinion. Cool. I'll play it in post so you're not listening to okay. it now, but afterwards you can go back and listen to it for your posterity. Awesome. Anything else? Last ads? I don't think so. I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Fun. Who should fun. be next, Sean? Um, so I was thinking about that, actually, since Jana's, like, just two years older and it's enough to get a whole different, like, set of music, I think you should, like, target people of different ages. So, like, put your dad on the show or something. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it. <laughs> I Yeah. My older brother isn't into music and wasn't. I mean, he would listen to, like, Pink Floyd, and that was, like, it. But that was from the 70s. Um, I'll think about it. All right. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for being uh, on. Thanks, Chad. I'll uh, put this out as a... MP3 saved to my Dropbox, so you have to download the app to listen to the song. <laughs> the least hey, convenient. I was thinking through, just through Facebook to other ones. Oh, did you? The app. Well, oh, that's the other thing that everybody says on your other episodes is you have if you listen to it on a cell phone, you have to keep tapping the screen. Yeah. But if you download the file and then play it in your phone's MP3, you when my body won't okay. hold so, me anymore. Just <laughs> Okay, see you guys. Let's be free. Alright, bye. Will I be ready?
when my feet won't walk another mile and my lips give their last kiss goodbye will my hands be steady when I lay down my fears my hopes and my doubts the rings on my fingers and the keys to my house with no hard feelings When the sun hangs low in the west And the light in my chest Won't be kept Held at bay any longer When the jealousy fades away And it's ash and dust For cash and lust And it's just hallelujah And love and thought Love in the words Love in the songs they sing in the church And no hard feelings Lord knows they haven't done Much good for So much to have and hold When my body won't hold me anymore And it finally lets me free Great winds take me south through Georgia grain, a tropical rain, a snow from the heavens. Will I join with the ocean blue or run into a savior true and shake hands laughing? And walk through the night Straight to the light Holding the love I've known in my life And no hard feelings Lord knows they haven't done Much good for
have no end.